Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. The Cowboys regular season is officially over. They have a playoff game set in stone. They are going to host the San Francisco 49ers in the wildcard round. And we'll talk all about it on tonight's episode here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We will also talk a little bit about Mike McCarthy because I got to speak on this topic. I believe that McCarthy deserves a lot of respect. And finally, we'll talk about the Cowboys win over the Eagles. We'll talk about a playoff picture. We'll talk about the path to the Super Bowl. We'll talk about it all. The Cowboys are the number three seed in the NFC. In the NFC. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for choosing to listen to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. What is up, Burner Account? What is up, Mrs. Burner Account? Saying uh, Happy New Year to everyone. What is up, Charlene Evans? Uh, all of you guys here in the chat, thank you for being here. Dallas Junk saying, we are the third seed. Let's go. What is up to the Facebook audience as well? Louis, tighten up. Congratulations for being the number one seed in the AFC. Big for the ADC Sports brand right now. Uh, Cal Shanahan versus Dan Quinn. That is exactly right. That will be a topic of discussion throughout the week. TC Clark, who is better, Pollard or Sick? We'll get into that maybe later on the show. Steve Max saying hit that like button, share the stream. Thank you guys for being on the show. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you share the show. If you're watching at Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. And let's get this show started officially. Here we go, guys. What is up, everyone, and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire postseason. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content, for more Mavericks content. Man, oh, man, the season is over. The Cowboys finished the year 12 and 5, they got their win versus the Philadelphia Eagles. 51 points they put up on the board. And that didn't seem maybe like a huge deal late Sunday night, Saturday night, excuse me, because many, a lot of us, I can tell you something. I was thinking about this, and maybe a lot of you guys were feeling a similar way as well. Although I was excited for the win. I was very aware that the Cowboys were playing mostly backups versus the Eagles. And I also was aware that, hey, even though the Cowboys are winning, they're likely not getting the combinations that they need on Sunday in order to improve from number four. But man, it's a crazy league. It's a crazy, crazy NFL. And it happened. The Cardinals lost to the Seattle Seahawks and the Sean McVay Rams once again for the sixth consecutive time lost to the San Francisco 49ers. So there you go. The Cowboys improved all the way to number two. And at some point, the, the Buccaneers were also losing to the Carolina Panthers. So imagine if that had happened as well. 
But the Cowboys right now are number three. And here is why that is so, so important for the Cowboys. Forget about facing the 49ers, facing the Rams or the Cardinals, because I know that will be a topic of discussion for some Cowboys fans. Like, who would I have rather faced? That will be a topic of discussion. But here's what I care the most about. Right now, the Cowboys are guaranteed to avoid the Green Bay Packers and Lambeau Field in the divisional round. And I'm sure a lot of fans feel like, hey, if we're going to get to the Super Bowl, we got to beat anybody. And that is right. But there is nothing wrong with rooting for the easiest path to the Super Bowl. And I believe that avoiding the Packers in Lambeau Field at the divisional round is the easiest path to the Super Bowl. Avoid that. Get out of that. And if you face them, you're going to face them in the NFC Championship game. And maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves here. But that's what the mindset that I have right now from the outside, right? Think about the easiest path to the Super Bowl. And that's the most important thing that the Cowboys won today. That is the important thing about being number three and not number four. Thank you guys for being here. The catch says Charlene Evans. Plus, I know that we have such a cool week ahead of us looking at some awesome, badass Cowboys 49ers playoff highlights in history. You guys know I'm a young, a young one. I'm 22 years old, so maybe I didn't see a lot of these historic moments, but I can tell you something. I grew up watching them on YouTube at the very least. Gilbert Mejia says, I've been waiting for this matchup for 26 years. Mauricio, you might be too young to realize how big this match is. I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine, but I cannot feel it maybe as much as some of you guys out there do because that is so amazing. And it's funny, by the way, because Burner Account is saying, find the older games on YouTube, some really good games and so many Hall of Famers. A mentor of mine, the guy that got me into the into radio in the first place, is a Cowboys fan. And he just, two days ago, he just sent me the 1993 NFC Championship game, Dallas at San Francisco. And he told me, you got to sit down and watch this one in full. Like, you got to watch the commercials. You don't, you don't even skip the commercials. He told me, you got to sit down and watch this. And I will. That's the plan. So, this is how the Cowboys... And the NFC playoff picture looks like the Cowboys will host the 49ers and we'll talk about how they match up and all of that throughout most of the week. Primetime airs every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central, by the way. The Rams stumbled to number four. They won their division, but they will be hosting the Arizona Cardinals, which was likely to be the Cowboys spot before Sunday. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will host the Philadelphia Eagles. And last but not least, the Green Bay Packers will be at home resting and getting ready for the divisional round. This is going to be an exciting playoff. And if you take a look at the AFC, it is also going to be so fun. Congratulations to our ADC Sports Nashville people. They're the number one seed in the AFC. They suffered a little bit, by the way, versus Davis Mills today. Well, let's see some of the comments here. Randall says, Mauricio, there are a lot of playoffs games between the Cowboys and the Niners. Yeah, great game, says Jack. What time do we play next week, says Robert Espinosa. If I'm not mistaken, we don't know yet. And there were some reporters saying that we were going to know about that later tonight. I don't know if we have to wait until the Sunday night football is over 
even if it doesn't have an impact in the NFC playoff picture, it might have an impact on scheduling overall. But Todd Arker from ESPN tweeted earlier tonight, the date and time of the Cowboys Niners should be set tonight. Some folks in the organization were expecting either Sunday night or Monday night wildcard game. Remember, this is the first season in which we're going to get a wildcard game in Monday night football. So be ready for that. We need to, pre to be prepared for the 49ers, says Daniel Estrada, and I'm 100% in agreement, of course. It is not going to be very easy. The Cowboys opened as three-point favorites in DraftKings, by the way. I thought I, I put out my prediction. I said, hey, I'm expecting the Cowboys to be four-point favorites in this one. Ended up being minus three. Interesting number, definitely. And the, and the 49ers, they... They went AWOL for a little bit there in the season, but they're still quite strong. And they match up quite well versus the Cowboys in terms of the running game. Like, if, if I can point out a great matchup for this game right off the bat, it is the 49ers run game, which is a strength for Cal Shanahan's teams, versus the Cowboys run defense, which if there is something vulnerable against this team, it's a run defense. If you take a look at the numbers, the Cowboys are a significantly better unit versus the pass than they are versus the run. And then from the other side, you get a 49ers run defense that is stout versus a pass defense that is quite vulnerable. So the Cowboys have the edge in the passing game when they're on offense and the 49ers have the edge on the run game when they're on offense. So it is going to be a fun one. And what I love about this one, and I actually have the question for you guys, and I'm going to jump one question because we're already talking about this. Do you agree or disagree that the Cowboys 49ers was the best possible matchup for the wildcard weekend? And I would think that using the Cardinals, the Rams, and the 49ers, that would be fair. Because if you include the Philadelphia Eagles, even though they were possible, then definitely those were the easier matchups. But if we're talking NFC West opponents, do you agree or disagree that the Cowboys 49ers was the best possible matchup for the Cowboys? This is where it gets interesting to me, and this is where I got to think about my answer. I think player-wise, player it might be the best matchup. Uh, just taking into account NFC West teams, in my answer, it might have been the best matchup player-wise. But what I'm more, more interested about is, this is Cal Shanahan, Mike McCarthy. And I don't know who has the edge coaching-wise there. As if we compared it to maybe McCarthy, Clint Kingsbury, I think that even though it's ironic because the Cowboys just lost to the Cardinals a week ago, I would take McCarthy in that coaching battle versus Cliff Kingsbury. And I'm not quite sure about that being the case versus Kyle Shanahan because I think that Shanahan is one of the best coaches in the NFL right now. So not really sure if this is the best possible matchup for the Cowboys using only NFC West teams. It's an interesting question. What is up, Clayton? Thank you for being here in the YouTube chat. I will say that I kind of disagree. I would have... I disagree. That, that is my official answer. However, it is the best possible outcome because the Cowboys, once again, are guaranteed to avoid the Packers in Lambeau in the divisional round. That is, to me, the most important thing about facing the 49ers in the wildcard round. 
Steven says, I like the matchup. Niners deserve the win, but I like our defense better. Roy Fletcher says, agree, stop the run and get a lead. This is good for from Roy Fletcher. It is tougher for the 49ers to put together a comeback. Again, ironic since it just happened today, right? The 49ers were down 17-3 in halftime, ended up bouncing back 17-17. And from there, it was a very close game ended up being a win for them in overtime. This is the first time that the, the, the Sean McVay Rams have lost a game after leading at halftime. How crazy is that? Dallas Young says, we need Micah at linebacker full-time. He is one of our best run stoppers. Interesting thought from Dallas Young. That might be an impact for the Cowboys. Um uh, an impact decision for the Cowboys. The Eagles are trash is saying we got gifted a present today. I really didn't believe that the Cowboys were going to improve their seating. I am a probabilities guy. And I think that it was Rich Eisen who tweeted out that about 87% of the combinations, in, just including the ones that involved a Cowboys win, included the Cowboys being better than... Uh, 87% of the combinations included the Cowboys at number four. They definitely got a present, as the Eagles are trash just said in the YouTube chat. That is the name of the account, by the way. But, they, but, but it is also true. Randall says, I think a lot of fans wanted to play Arizona because that loss left a bad taste in our mouths. The Cowboys' says Clayton are the first team in the NFL history to double their wins and cut the losses in half from previous years. That is crazy. Does that have anything to do with a mathematical oddity because there are 18 games, there are 17 games now? This is just a, a legit question. I wonder if that is, it, it has something to do with it because I feel like we have heard about a lot of coaches uh, putting together great turnarounds for their teams. And I wonder about that. Uh, Joel Wilson says, we got robbed by a fumble, talking about the Cardinals game. The Cowboys says, oh, that's the one that I had already read. Charles Moore says, some of our fans disrespected Mike. We need to give him some love. He has turned our team around. We are winning more games with more conviction. And it feels like Charles Moore had looked at the primetime outline today because... The next question for the game for the show was Has Mike McCarthy exceeded, met, or fallen short of your expectations after two regular seasons? Has he exceeded, met, or fallen short of your expectations? That is a key question in this one. Because I gotta tell you, I believe that Mike McCarthy deserves a round of applause for what happened this weekend. And we'll get into the rest of, of it all on, on this show right now. But I got to take a moment, a brief pause, and tell you McCarthy deserves a round of applause. Most of us were talking about resting some starters, about playing one quarter or two quarters. That was where I stood for this one. But the Cowboys said, we're going to go to win this game. And it was quite clear from the beginning that they were going to be aggressive. They were playing Lawrence. They were playing Gregory. Ezekiel Elliott was getting carries. They wanted to get him to 1,000 yards. And the Cowboys were out there to get the Eagles, who weren't even playing Jalen Hurts. And how much would it have hurt 
if the Cowboys had lost the game versus the Eagles and then gotten the combinations that they needed one day later. I gotta respect what Mike McCarthy did because he came into this game and he said, you know what, if we don't improve from number four, it is going to be because of the rest of the NFL. It is not going to be on us in terms of week 18 only. And I think that many, many fans were just expecting the Cowboys to rest their guys, get some key rest, and then just go from there and try to hope for the best, maybe. But the Cowboys were aggressive. And I think that it was Bob Storm who tweeted this out. It is kind of funny. He said in a tweet that the Cowboys went from one of the most risk-averse coaches in the NFL to one of the biggest risk-takers because Jason Garrett would have likely be more conservative in this area might might be might have not been but hey some respect for Mike McCarthy because I believe that that was great from him and I I was very excited about the approach that the Cowboys had on this one fortunately no one got hurt if someone had gotten hurt I bet we would feel a lot differently uh let's see some of the answers JV Catbuyer says he has met them Peter Rizzo says he has exceeded them, although Joel Wilson says McCarthy is terrible with clock management, and that is something that I agree with. I applaud Cecil Pipiripao McCarthy for hiring Dan Quinn. That was great. And not only that, but just backtracking from the terrible hire, that was Mike Nolan. Joey Vela says, Corey Clement, I told you, bro, that was awesome as well with his score. Let's see, we need to take... We need to continue to take chances downfield like they did it with Wilson Saturday, says Cedric Wilson. Big time statement for him now that he's going to be out there with the, of course, number three role for the Cowboys offense. Dallas Junk, thank you for your comment, saying 70 people up in the YouTube live chat. Hit that like button. Also, people in Facebook, make sure you smash that like button. And thank you for being here. We're here every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central. So... I think that the Cowboys, and I wrote about this for ADCsports.com, I think that the Cowboys hired Mike McCarthy for two reasons, and they're about to put one of them to the test. And this is what I'm talking about. Mike McCarthy is one of only 18 coaches in NFL history with 10 or more playoffs wins. He is 10 and 8. He has been nine different years in the playoffs. This is going to be the 10th one. And in six of those nine times, that he has been in the postseason, he has won at least once six of those times. You gotta respect Mike McCarthy for the fact that he can win in the playoffs and he has won in the playoffs. He has won in the playoffs. The Cowboys hired him because of it. That is the number one reason they hired Mike McCarthy, in my opinion. We can talk about bringing the Super Bowl to Dallas. We can talk about getting number six. All of that is what McCarthy was... Um, that is why McCarthy was brought in to Dallas. However, I think that if you take a look, for a, a look at it from a more realistic way, it is hard to win the Super Bowl. So I think that right now, the way that McCarthy would fall short of the expectations is if the Cowboys are one and done in the playoffs. I think that they need to win this one for it to be like, hey, this is what we wanted from Mike McCarthy. So far, I would say that he has met the expectations that I had for Mike. Because in 2020, I got to tell you, I don't make much out of that year without Dak Prescott. Now, the number two reason why I believe Mike McCarthy was brought to the Dallas Cowboys 
is to be in the playoffs in back-to-back years. It is insane that the Cowboys haven't been to the playoffs in consecutive years since those golden days in the 90s. It is insane that that is the case. With Jason Garrett, they went to the playoffs 2014, 2016, 2018, but never did they do so in back-to-back seasons. We will have to wait to see if Mike McCarthy can pull that off. He has when he was in Green Bay. But hey, right now, I think that it is different from me, for me at least, if I take a look at it uh, and I compare it to recent years. Like when the Cowboys got to the playoffs in the years that we just mentioned, every time that we talked about the coaching staff, it felt like we were talking about the Cowboys' disadvantage on that game. Like when we were talking McCarthy versus Jason Garrett, it felt like the Cowboys didn't have that edge or that it was clearly a disadvantage for the Cowboys. Now with McCarthy back, with with McCarthy at at the wheel, it feels better. Like we feel better about where the Cowboys stand because we know that McCarthy has been there. And even more so the case when you know that Dan Quinn has also been there as a defensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks and as the head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, even though they wasted the opportunity, they were up 28-3 and then they lost to Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. The fact that they were there is something to respect for Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator. Joel Wilson says, Diggs better watch that double move. He's due for another interception, says Joel Wilson. Devo Samuel, Trevon Diggs, a lot of these players, of course, Brandon Ayuk. It is going to be fun to watch Trevon Diggs in the playoffs. Gilbert says, just want to win one playoff game at a time. All focus needs to be on San Francisco, says Gilbert. And I agree that the Cowboys should be focusing on San Francisco. I, I, do, see, I do believe that us, as a community here, we can, we can explore a little bit. We can think about the future as well. We don't have to prepare for San Francisco. The players do and the coaches do. Here on Prime Time, we'll have a little bit of fun, I believe, exploring. And I think it is fair to do so. Hey, we haven't been in the playoffs since 2018. So it, it, it is time to explore, I believe, and think about the possibilities. Tommy says, I'm going to hold my answer until after the playoffs. McCarthy was brought in to take us to the next level. It's NFC Championship or bust. That is Tommy's take on this whole thing. It also depends on it also depends on how it looks like, right? If the Cowboys get to the divisional round and then they look competitive, maybe they get to overtime and they lose, how it looks like it's a big part of it as well, I believe. Eagles are shaking as we speak, says El Pipiri Pau. <laughs> Anthony says two wins gets us to the NFC Championship game. Man, it is crazy that never in my life, literally, never in my life have the Cowboys been in an NFC Championship game. So you can only hope this season. It would be fun and it would definitely be very fun for it to happen on the first year that I'm hosting this show and covering the Cowboys for ADC Sports Dallas primetime specific because I've been covering the Cowboys for ADC Sports since last year, of course. But it it would be fun that it would happen in the first year of this show that I have enjoyed so much. Of course, in big part, thanks to you guys and the fact that you are here every single day. Tommy says, no, Mo, we have been competitive in round two. Next level means win that game, says Tommy. All right, I respect that. I can definitely respect that. That's sad, Moses, burn your account. It is kind of sad, but it all it is also, 
you know, there's that quote that they always put out that says, if losing didn't suck that much. <laughs> so it's going to feel great once the Cowboys get to that next level, as Tommy is saying. So the Cowboys, by the way, swept the NFC East. They went 6-0, put up 50, 51 points versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And even though the Cowboys were playing versus Eagles backups, it was quite fun to see, I think. And it has a level of importance. Maybe it was a vanilla game plan. Maybe the Cowboys didn't show much. But we saw complete efficiency from the Cowboys offense. Even though it was a backup defense, I believe that it is important because, because it might have been a confidence boost for a Cowboys offense that definitely desperately needed it after that Cardinals game that was a tough loss. So now you get the Cowboys all hyped because they went from number four to number three by clicking on offense on Saturday night and then by getting lucky on Sunday as well. That's what you're supposed to do, as Tommy said, 51 points versus the backups. That is exactly right. And I believe that the most exciting part about it is how efficient they looked, right? Dak looked on point. Cedric Wilson looked on point. Amari Cooper did as well, even though maybe he didn't get as much targets, uh, as many targets as we might have hoped for. But he was targeted quite a bit early on that game. So the Cowboys were clicking on offense. Not so much on defense. It was quite frustrating to watch this run defense without Jaron Kears and Michael Parsons not hitting the panic button on that, definitely. Not ideal and maybe not justifiable, but the Cowboys are getting Jaron Kears and Michael Parsons back next weekend. So that should look different. That should look very differently next time they're on that field. Because Jaron Kears, Michael Parsons, Trevon Diggs, all of these players that didn't play versus the Eagles... They're not confirmed to be back next weekend, but I would say that they are expected to be back next weekend. Uh, El Pipiti Pal says, lucky the 49ers fought hard, man. Oh, but I mean lucky because at the end of the day, as much as we love the Cowboys, they didn't have anything to do with that loss, with that Rams loss. That's what I mean by lucky, of course. Joey Bella says, should have been 52. Cough, cough, Greg. Oh, Greg Starline, once again, put it that fear on us that he's going to have one of those in the playoffs. Hopefully that is not the case. He did nail a 48-yarder though, and that's what makes it so hard to move on from Greg the leg. I know that he is not being great, but I also question, is there a better option out there in free agency? Because I think there is not. Leopoldo, what is up? Thank you for joining me. And he says, from Primero Cowboys to ADC, great coverage, Mal. Thank you to Lepeldo. And for those of you who don't know, Primero Cowboys is the show that I do in Espanol, in Spanish. I believe, says Joseph, Parsons will give the 49ers trouble. He should. I think there is not, there is not one offense in the NFL that Micah wouldn't give them trouble because he is so unbelievable, um, unbelievably good. He's not getting DPOY, right? He definitely isn't, I believe, now that T.J. Watt uh, tied that Strahan record, 22 and a half sacks. He was close to breaking it, by the way. He was so close to doing so. Uh, first play that, that seemed like it was a sack, they counted it as a sack, and then he celebrated it. A lot of media outlets tweeted out and published that he had broke, uh, tied it, and then it turned out to be just a tackle for a loss, I believe because it wasn't a sack, because it wasn't really a drop back. 
And then later on the game, he did get it 22 and a half. And if I'm not mistaken, that's where it stayed, right? Uh, Primero Cowboys says Tommy is lit. I just followed today as a matter of fact. Thank you to Tommy. And we have been doing some great stuff in, in Spanish as well for ADC Sports in case you uh, speak Spanish or like to read about the Cowboys in Spanish. Every Friday, I have a weekly column on the Cowboys that it's completely in Spanish, apart from my English articles for ADC Sports. Kenneth Fraser says, great game, Cowboys. So, Mauricio, who do you think will win, Cowboys or 49ers? This is not my final prediction. Definitely is not. I don't want to get uh, into it right now, maybe. But I can tell you that I am leaning towards the Cowboys. I tweeted out earlier today that I thought that the Cowboys were going to open as minus four favorites, ended up being minus three. But I do think that the Cowboys should be favorite on this one. Cat Buyer, the mandatory comment from Cowboys Nation. And I'm not complaining. This is just like mandatory. I, I expect it. We took Dak Charlton over here in the, over him in the 2017 NFL draft. Someday I will tell you a funny story about Dak Charlton, but I, I'm not going to do it tonight. Someday I will tell you a funny story about Dak Charlton. Uh, <laughs> uh, a personal experience that I had about it. Hope we get revenge on the Rams from our 2019 divisional round playoff loss, says Anthony. Yeah, let's see. He did. That's what drives me crazy because when isn't he consistently? This is Joey Vela, but I'm not sure what that was in response to. How about those Colts, says Joel Wilson? How about them indeed? The Indianapolis Colts, that was the ultimate heartbreak. One of my best friends is a Colts fan. And, uh, <laughs> and man, that was tough to watch. And I think that what is most painful for Colts fans is that they were so close to getting Andrew Locke's career before he retired at 29. Like, they thought, hey, we have it made. We're going to be contenders for a long, long time. But Andrew Locke, man, terrible situation for him. It sucks. Orlando says, where are you from? I'm from Mexico. Thank you for joining the show. I'm from Mexico, but I cover the campus, of course, for ADC Sports Dallas. Roy says, Greg will come true big time in the playoffs. We'll, na we'll nail a long one for the win. Hopefully that is the case. I wanted to get into one of these comments that I lost, though. Ah, sucks that I couldn't find it. Some of the records that, we, that, that the Cowboys ended up imposing on, on Saturday night. It might have been not ideal because, of course, it is a 17-game schedule now. But I think that it is still worth mentioning that the Cowboys are the first team in NFL history to get 22 different touchdown scorers. And they got to number 22 on Saturday night with a Corey Clement touchdown, with, with a Ito Smith touchdown, excuse me, and a Jaquan Hardy from Hard Knocks, the Hard Knocks legend. He got himself a touchdown, and man, was it a great run from Jaquan Hardy. Great stuff. The Cowboys got to 22. One of the records that they broke, Dak Prescott also passed Tony Romo for the most touchdowns in a single season by a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. We might question, you know, the length of the schedule. But in terms of Dak, at least we could say, hey, he played 16 games. And this is not 2016. I invite you all of you, I invite all of you to not turn this into a Dak Prescott-Tony Romo debate. Let's just enjoy it. Dak Prescott got the record 
for uh, the most passing touchdowns in a single season. A lot of things we saw that were quite fun on 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 Saturday. I'm actually thinking about something right now because I know that the Bills didn't have the best game of them all versus the versus the Jets today. But if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they still have the edge on that one. All right, so the Cowboys finished the season. This is what I wanted to say. The Cowboys finished the year with the second best point differential in the NFL. They scored 170, 172 more points than they allowed. That's a plus 172 point differential in favor of the Cowboys. That is number two in the entire NFL, only behind the Buffalo Bills that have an insane number, something like plus 194. <laughs> The sport says, hi there. Do you think Vinny Testaverde should serve as a backup quarterback for the playoffs? That comment is gold. We want the win to be decisive, not predicated on a field goal kicker, says Asmodeus. You got to wonder, though, are, are the Cowboys going to consider two-point conversion, though? I, I'm just uh, kidding. I don't think that will happen. But at some point, you got to ask that question. Also, the Cowboys went 6-0 versus the division. That was my bold prediction. I remember that, and and I, it was bold. It was a bold prediction. It's one of those that you know that maybe they can happen, but you're not really expecting them to happen. That had not taken place in the NFC for the Cowboys since 1998, and I think that the 2004 Eagles also got that mark, that six and zero versus the division. And I know that the NFC is gets a lot of hate because they're one of the worst divisions in the NFL. But hey, they have two teams in the playoffs right now. The Packers are also in a bad division. So at least you got to give the Cowboys some respect for going 6-0. It's, it's not easy. It is not easy for any team to sweep their own division. Jimmy G says the sport should bring Jessica Simpson to the playoff game. <laughs> oh, man. That, is an, that, is a, that was an insane era for the Cowboys, the Jessica Simpson era. Let's see. Just four more games, let's get it done, says Elio Varela. Just four more games. That is right. That is right. Anyways, guys, that will be it for tonight's episode here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. It is going to be an exciting week. We are going to talk about the Cowboys 2021 season. We're going to recap it. We're going to maybe give some Cowboys awards throughout the week here on Primetime. We're also going to, of course, take an in-depth look at the 49ers about the matchup that is ahead. Right now, the Cowboys are three-point favorites. I am leaning towards the Cowboys. I don't have a final prediction yet. We will talk more about it throughout the week. Uh, at some point in the week, the plan is for me to join Sky's show in the morning, so be on the lookout for that. The week after that, Sky will be joining primetime as well for an episode, so we will have a little bit of an ADC Sports Dallas multiverse here on uh, on the shows first with sky and then here on primetime so be on the lookout for that that will be fun as well and hey that is right we are on to the playoffs what a season 12 and 5 6 and 0 versus the division it is it is fun let's enjoy it let's enjoy it even though it was not ideal it has been so fun and thank you guys thank you guys for joining the show Every day, every night, we are here live every Sunday through Thursday night. My name is Mauricio Rodriguez, your primetime host, and I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central.
Thank you, guys. I appreciate you.